is a better day. I. And I was getting comfortable because how you get used to that situation, you don't know your way out, afraid to take a chance, afraid to uh, move out of the way, uh, move out of the situation because of the pain. You ever been in that place? You ever thought about that, wonderful people? Uh, am I the only one that feels this way, like I just woke up from a bad dream and like I'm left behind? And it's because it's bad. It was bad and it's still bad and it will be bad. But you come to find out and realize that there is hope. There is a way out. That confusion. Yes. That place in your heart and your mind and your spirit to keep you like all up in the air about different things. But the good thing about it though is that you realize that you don't have to stay there. You've been hearing things, motivation, encouragement, words of wisdom, different things that come about. And one of the things that you remember is that the journey to a thousand miles began with the first step. And then there's another thing that you probably heard or remember that every action starts with a thought. So, you like, if no one encouraged you because you've been hearing these things for a long time, but you never really had the time or the thought or the uh, never got to that place where you could like to say, enough is enough, and I need to change, I want to change, and I must change, right here, right now. And so you use those affirmations, those positive affirmations to say, I'm going to change. So encourage yourself. So the first thing you do is like, I must make a step. That first step is so important. And then... Not only the first step is important to your destination, your destiny, uh, your goal, is that you can see the end result right there, right now, before you even make that second step or the first step, we even put it into the mind that I can see myself free. I can see myself successful. I can see myself powerful. I can see myself a better person. And that's what you do. Visualization is so important. See the end result, even now, right here, right now. And then, take the second step. Oh, yeah. But before you take the second step or doing the second step, take the second step, that is, oh, put it in your mind. Changing your thought pattern. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Setting a new mindset, a new goal, a new way of thinking. Positiveness. Those affirmations, each and every day, everything is positive, everything is beautiful. But, sure, things are going to come, trials and errors, trials, people, situations, people trying to uh, get you to do things for them. I just say...
Yeah, because you can let those people drive you down, put you down, and influence you. That's why we don't let the influence of others dictate our destiny. Because the world will have you in a situation where we have you confused, have you in hopelessness, and have you in a place of dysfunctionality, dysfunctionability, make you feel like you are worthless, and then your attitude changes, your character changes, and everything changes. So, you can't let that happen. We definitely can't let that happen. So, that's why, by all means, we must change the way we think. Change our, post our thought pattern to think positive. Have those affirmations. Exercise those affirmations on a daily basis. Yes, strategize. And then, each day, go higher. Each day, look at the possibilities of, I can do this. Look at the possibilities of who you are. And then, have the faith to believe in the confidence of who you are. In the confidence of what you're about. So that you can put those things to practice. Each day is a new day and a new opportunity. So let's bring that opportunity into focus. Let's bring a new character into focus. Let's bring that new you into focus. And then exercise that new you each and every day. And a strategy and in a walk. Not just to talk about it, but be about it. Not just to let people uh, influence you, as we said before. Because people will try to influence you to get you to change in the that direction. To get you to change in the way they want you to be. No. You are an individual. You are unique. And you are special. Yes, very special. You are so special that you have your own fingerprint. No one else can be like you. There is no carbon copy of you. You have your own DNA. That means that you are unique. And you are special. You're one of a kind. So let us come to have that mindset. Because see, the mind is the playground. The mind is the battlefield. The mind is an entrapment. The mind can bring you up. And the mind can also carry you down. So have that thought pattern to control the thinking that you put into your mind. The stuff that you put into your mind. Don't let your mind be... Uh, a dump run. Let your mind be uh, either a goal mind, that is, have goals and aspirations, have thought patterns, challenges. What do you want? What are you going to do? Yes. You can have those things. Make those things. Or either your mind can be a goal, a diamond mind. Well, we know that diamonds come from pressure. All of the pressure and all the hell you've been through, Put it to work. Make a diamond. Because diamonds are formed under pressure. And you've had that pressure. You've been through it already. Been there, done that. You have the experience. Hold on to that experience. And then each day that you run into a challenge, each day that you run into a failure, a disappointment, uh, someone tried to do something to change you, let it be an experience. Let it be a learning process. 
that you don't have to hold on to it, or catch a hold to it. See, it's what you have in your mind. Do not let it go into your heart. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And as a person thinketh in their heart, so are they. So watch what you're thinking. Watch what you're thinking. Control your thinking, if possible. Think on those good things. Think on those positive things. Think on the things of character. Think on those things that are rich and valuable. Think on those things of a diamond. Yes, yes, yes. Because you have the experience now. And use that experience for future benefit and future value. In all of those problems, issues, and situations that you've gone through before, now it's the past. Remember, a one-way ticket? One-way ticket, you don't go back. One-way ticket, no, it's no turning back. So you left your troubled mind behind. You're in a place now of safety. You're in a place of freedom. Stay there and grow in that place. Grow in that place. So, stop thinking the bad thoughts. Think on positiveness. Think on the good side. Think on the value of who you are and what you're about. And as we said before, visualization is so, so very important. Even before you take that step, as we said before, look at what you want to be. Look at what you think. Characterize it. Do the whole nine in your whole in your mind. All the way down to the details. Not just to say, oh, I want to be um, successful. I want to do this. I want to do that. But form that picture in your mind. Form how you would look in your mind. Form the job, the character. Form the your career. Form everything in your mind. All the way down to what is about. What is about? Yes. Everything that you can put into that situation, look at it. Look at it then. And this is what I want to be. This is what I am. Not just want. Say, claim it. Claim it right now. Right here, right now. Claim it. Either have you going in and journeying journeys to the destination. See yourself at the finish. See yourself and the quality of who you are and your well-being. So with that in mind, wonderful people, think about these things. Leave your troubled mind behind, because trouble don't last always. Yes, there's going to be storms. There are going to be some challenges. Pain may come. Pain going to go. But you don't have to stay there. You don't have to get comfortable in that situation. Make that step of freedom. Make that step to be as the eagle and go above to where the eagles fly. And you can be there and you can go there because now you are free to be exercised your freedom, exercise the power within you because you have that power. Exercise that power each and every day to know who you are. Start with the mindset, start with your thinking, and start with the character that you are and you are created for and created with. All right now? So with that in mind, hit me up. <laughs> like I say, hit me up. Yes, go to my website, peopleinlove.net. 
as people, the letter N, not I-N, peopleinlove.net. And then send me a, a feedback. Let me know what you think. Okay? So that we can have continuous uh, conversation if you want to. Uh, either stay in touch, get other podcasts, other statements of character, other statements of encouragement and inspiration. Yes, this is Michael Jones. Over and out. Yes. Bye now. Everything we all want to have. Love, peace, joy, prosperity, good health and wellness. Those are the things that we seek for on a daily basis. But then, sometimes we come to a place where things don't work out that well. Things doesn't work out as good as we think they should be working out. Because we run into carbon copy people. Carbon copy and false impressions of what a true relationship feel like, look like, what it should be. We run into these carbon copies and false people that says, I'm your friend, I'm with you, I'm there for you, and oh yeah, and whatever you need, I'm here, just call me and I'll be there for you. We run into the places where we have the distracted relationship. Oh yeah, we think that you're on my side, we think that we're together because you are my boo, you are my heart. You are my sincere uh, devotion. You are all that I need because I love you. I care for you. I have compassion for you. But yet and still, the relationship is distracted because there are other things involved. Distraction, noise, rhetoric, drama, issues, circumstances, all coming at us at one time. And there is no room for the love. There's no room for the togetherness. In having a good relationship. So what are we doing? What are we going to do? So we put aside our devotion. We put aside our uh, commitment. We put aside sincerity. We put aside all of these things that we definitely need in order to have a good relationship. But then we hear so many saying, well, I want to have a relationship, but I don't want to have religion. Well, let us come to understand and to know that religion is just as important in to have a relationship. Because religion is, there's some things in religion that is called for, that is needed. We see, religion is the place where there is a commitment to something. And when we understand that religion is a commitment, it's a set of beliefs. And a purpose. So when we have this purpose, we extend this purpose and the commitment to our purpose. Because see, in religion, you must have some few things that's involved. How about to be faithful? How about loyal? How about devoted, committed, sincerity? How about respect, trust, connection. And then we come to understand that when we have all of these things which are religious in nature because 
that's how we're supposed to be. But see, the thing about it is so many times we listen to others. We listen to the distraction. We listen to that uh, falseness. We listen to that carbon copy of what reality is because it's not reality, it's a lie. And these lies are coming at us so many times and so much that we don't have the right kind of relationship. We don't have the right kind of information in order to have a good relationship, especially with our society, especially with each other. There's so much hatred, there's so much bitterness, there's so much anger, there's so much uh, uh, dissension, division, prejudiceness, all of these things that come to hinder a good relationship, all of these things that come to, to tell us that, well, what are you going to do about these things, but what can you do about them, but change our mentality, change our heart, change our way of thinking. And when we start to change our way of thinking and think on a better level, a higher level, to know that having a good relationship must include, include a religious nature. And to have a religious nature, as we stated before, that we must be faithful. Faithful is when you know I'll be there for you. Faithful is when you know that someone cares so much for you that they will not leave you or abandon you. And we can look at how faithful uh, an animal, a pet is. You know how sometimes we have an old dog laying around and you die. The dog don't want to go anywhere. That dog is so faithful that the dog will die of starvation rather than to leave or to leave your side. Then we have loyalty. How much loyalty are you presenting or representing in your standards? Are we really loyal to each other? Are we really loyal to our universe? Are we really loyal to our God? Trusting Him? Trusting each other? Uh, be there for them? You say you're going to do something and you don't do it? Uh, you say that you're there to help somebody, but yet still, you're stabbing in the back, you're lying on them, you're gossiping on them. Is that loyalty? No, it's not loyalty. That is part of religion. And that is religion that is necessary because we must have loyalty in order to have a good religion, to have a good relationship. Devotion. Are we devoted to our standard? Are we devoted to principles of goodness and nature and kindness? And all of those things that say that I love you, I care for you, I need you, I want to be there for you. Are we devoted to that standard? Uh, are we going to misrepresent each other, misrepresent our uh, way of doing things? Are we devoted to say that I am for you? I will be there for you. I will do this at certain times. I am devoted to that standard, to that principle. I will not vary or neglect or to go another way. I am devoted. And when we have a relationship, especially with our maker, our creator, we must have that devoted spirit. Because so many times we feel that we're giving up. 
But when you're devoted to that, no matter how hard a bad thing looks or feels like, oh, you want to give up, you stay there, you stay the course, you're devoted until you see the end results. Then you have commitment, a committed. Yes, we are committed because we are faithful. I am committed to do these things for you because I have put aside and put away all of my other things, my other uh, ways of doing things. I am committed to do this because I want to see it through. I must see it through. I must, by all means, stay the course. I am committed to see the end result of this. I will not give up. I will not forsake. And that's why when we have that relationship or want to have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, our your maker of your society, of your people, of your lover, or your spouse, are you committed? Are you committed? Try to be committed to say, I am going to work this thing out. But then knowing when to give up, knowing when, if things go too bad, that you can't do anything about it, are you going to seek an alternative way of helping? Are you going to seek the way of being there to prove or to, or to show that you are committed to finding a solution to a problem or situation? Even if you make that problem, are you committed to finding a way or solution to evaluate and to to um, go out the, the way that says, I will find a solution for this problem. If there's no solution, then do I know how or when to back up, keep meditating over this thing, to keep this thing in the, my mind so that one day a solution may come about? Or am I in the right place? See, when we are committed, then we'll find out these things. But then, are we sincere? Sincerity is having the truth. Not lying. Not backbiting. Not gossiping. Not having a false impression of what it is. But finding out what really it is on you. Not the other person. We, when we have a good relationship, we must work on our own self. Then try to help another person. But how can you help another person when we're in distress, when we're in a bad shape, when we're in uh, over our head in all of this stuff that's, that's going to take us down, that's going to be there that to put us down, to destroy us, the drama, the rhetoric, the false things that is coming about, the lies, the rumors, the gossiping. Uh, all of these things to, to make us want to give up but but our sincerity our truthfulness speaking the truth in all things is what we need to do and what we should do and that is the part of having a religious state of that religious nature in order to have a good relationship you must be able to tell the truth you must have the truth in mind if there's something bothering you Put it there. So, in other words, when we're having a good relationship or wanting to have a good relationship or desiring a good relationship, 
communication. And in our communication, we must be able to speak and talk and to communicate with those we want to have a relationship with. If we want to have a good relationship with somebody, but speaking the truth and speaking the things that are necessary to help a person, not to tear them down, not to beat them down or put them down, but to build them up. But if they don't accept it, knowing that you can back off and you can pray for a person, meditate over a situation, and then little by little interject little things into their life, into your life, that will help build up the situation or to alleviate some of the things or the problem that is happening or the man for better solution eventually that will come to bring you past all the good things that we've been trying to get all along. So, therefore, speaking the truth and having been sincere, especially to have a sincerity with serving our Creator. So you see, having a good relationship should include our spirituality, which will bring us farther, farther, higher, and better. And make it a strong relationship that will stand the test of time, that will go through some trials, tribulations, and all those things that will come about to hinder us. But now we can conquer. We have the power to overshadow and overpower the all of those negative things and negative reactions and negative attitudes that come out about us. So let's hold on to a good relationship, but also include the spirituality of who we are and what we're about and the power within. So with that in mind, thank you for being with us and thank you for listening to our sincerity, our program, and the message. Share this out and let somebody know that they are not alone. To let them somebody know that they too and you and me all can have a better relationship once we exercise those principles that are listed of principles of standards that come about in our spirituality. So, take care, bless you, and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye now. Everything we all want to have, love, peace, joy, prosperity, good health and wellness, those are the things that we seek for on a daily basis. But then, sometimes we come to a place where things don't work out that well. Things doesn't work out as good as we think they should be working out. Because we run into carbon copy people, carbon copy and false impressions of what a true relationship feel like, look like, what it should be. We run into these carbon copies and false people that says, I'm your friend, I'm with you, I'm there for you, and oh yeah, and whatever you need, I'm here, just call me and I'll be there for you. We run into the places where we have the distracted relationship. Oh yeah, we think that you're on my side, we think that we're together because you are my boo, you are my heart, you are my sincere uh, devotion, you are all that I need because I love you, I care for you, I have compassion for you, but yet and still the relationship is distracted because there are other things involved. 
distraction, noise, rhetoric, drama, issues, circumstances, all coming at us at one time, and there is no room for the love. There's no room for the togetherness in having a good relationship. So what are we doing? What are we going to do? So we put aside our devotion. We put aside our uh, commitment. We put aside sincerity. We put aside all of these things that we definitely need in order to have a good relationship. But then we hear so many saying, well, I want to have a relationship, but I don't want to have religion. Well, let us come to understand and to know that religion is just as important in to have a relationship. Because religion is, there's some things in religion that is called for, that is needed. We see, religion is the place where there is a commitment to something. And when we understand that religion is a commitment, it's a set of beliefs and a purpose. So when we have this purpose, we extend this purpose and the commitment to our purpose. Because see, in religion, you must have some few things that's involved. How about to be faithful? How about loyalty? How about devoted, committed, sincerity? How about respect, trust, connection? And then we come to understand that when we have all of these things, which are religious in nature, because that's how we're supposed to be. But see, the thing about it is so many times we listen to others. We listen to the distraction. We listen to that uh, falseness. We listen to that carbon copy of what reality is because it's not reality, it's a lie. And these lies are coming at us so many times and so much that we don't have the right kind of relationship. We don't have the right kind of information in order to have a good relationship, especially with our society, especially with each other. There's so much hatred, there's so much bitterness, there's so much anger, there's so much uh, uh, dissension, division, prejudiceness, all of these things that come to hinder a good relationship, all of these things that come to, to tell us that, well, what are you going to do about these things, but what can you do about them, but change our mentality, change our heart, change our way of thinking. And when we start to change our way of thinking and think on a better level, a higher level, to know that having a good relationship must include, include a religious nature. And to have a religious nature, as we stated before, that we must be faithful. Faithful is when you know I'll be there for you. Faithful is when you know that someone cares so much for you that they will not leave you or abandon you. And we can look at how faithful uh, an animal, a pet is. You know how sometimes we have an old dog laying around and you die. The dog don't want to go anywhere. That dog is so faithful that the dog will die of starvation 
rather than to leave or to leave your side. Then we have loyalty. How much loyalty are you presenting or uh, representing in your standards? Are we really loyal to each other? Are we really loyal to our universe? Are we really loyal to our God? Trusting Him? Trusting each other? Uh, be there for them? You say you're going to do something and you don't do it? Uh, you say that you're there to help somebody but yet still you're stabbing in the back, you're lying on them, you're gossiping on them? Is that loyalty? No, it's not loyalty. That is part of religion. And that is religion that is necessary because we must have loyalty in order to have a good religion, to have a good relationship. Devotion. Are we devoted to our standard? Are we devoted to principles of goodness and nature and kindness and all of those things that say that I love you, I care for you, I need you, I want to be there for you. Are we devoted to that standard? Uh, are we going to misrepresent each other, misrepresent our uh, way of doing things? Are we devoted to say that I am for you? I will be there for you. I will do this at a certain time. I am devoted to that standard, to that principle. I will not vary or neglect or to go another way, I am devoted. And when we have a relationship, especially with our maker, our creator, we must have that devoted spirit. Because so many times we feel that we're giving up. But when you're devoted to that, no matter how hard a bad thing looks or feels like, oh, you want to give up, you stay there, you stay the course, you're devoted until you see the end results. Then you have commitment, uh, committed. Yes, we are committed because we are faithful. I am committed to do these things for you because I have put aside and put away all of my other things, my other uh, ways of doing things. I am committed to do this because I want to see it through. I must see it through. I must, by all means, Stay the course. I am committed to see the end result of this. I will not give up. I will not forsake. And that's why when we have that relationship or want to have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, our your maker, or your society, or your people, or your lover, or your spouse, are you committed? Are you committed? Try to be committed to say, I am going to work this thing out. But then, knowing when to give up. Knowing when. If things go too bad that you can't do anything about it, are you going to seek an alternative way of helping? Are you going to seek a way of being there to prove or to, or to show that you are committed to trying to a solution to a problem or situation. Even if you make that problem, are you committed to finding a way or solution to evaluate and to to um, go out the, the way that says, I will find a solution 
But it's problem if there's no solution, then do I know how or when to back up, keep meditating over this thing, to keep this thing in the, my mind so that one day a solution may come about? Or am I in the right place? See, when we are committed, then we'll find out these things. But then, are we sincere? Sincerity is having the truth, not lying. Not backbiting, not gossiping, not having a false impression of what it is, but finding out what really is on you, not the other person. We, when we have a good relationship, we must work on our own self, then try to help another person. But how can you help another person when we are in distress, when we're in a bad shape when we're in uh, over our head in all of this stuff that's that's going to take us down that's going to be there that to put us down to destroy us the drama the rhetoric the false things that is coming about the lies the rumors the gossiping ah uh, all of these things to to make us want to give up but but our sincerity, our truthfulness, speaking the truth in all things, is what we need to do and what we should do. And that is the part of having a religious state of that religious nature. In order to have a good relationship, you must be able to tell the truth. You must have the truth in mind. If there's something bothering you, put it there. So, in other words... When we're having a good relationship or wanting to have a good relationship or desiring a good relationship, communication. And in our communication, we must be able to speak and talk and to communicate with those we want to have a relationship with. If we want to have a good relationship with somebody, but speaking the truth and speaking the things that are necessary to help a person, not to tear them down, not to beat them down, or put them down, but to build them up. But if they don't accept it, knowing that you can back off and you can pray for a person, meditate over a situation, and then little by little interject little things into their life, into your life, that will help build up the situation, or to alleviate some of the things or the problems that is happening, or the man for better solution, eventually, that will come to bring past all the good things that we've been trying to get all along. So, therefore, speaking the truth and having been sincere, especially to have a sincerity with serving our Creator. So, you see, having a good relationship should include our spirituality, which will bring us farther, farther, higher, and better, and make it a strong relationship that will stand the test of time, that will go through some trials, tribulations, and all those things that will come about to hinder us, but now we can conquer. We have the power to overshadow and overpower the all of those negative things and negative reactions and negative attitudes that come out about us. So let's hold on to a good relationship but also include the spirituality of who we are and what we're about and the power within.
So with that in mind, thank you for being with us, and thank you for listening to our sincerity, our program, and the message. Share this out and let somebody know that they are not alone. Then let them somebody know that they, too, and you, and me, all can have a better relationship once we exercise those principles that are listed the principles of standards that come about in our spirituality. So, take care, bless you, and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye now.
we come to understand that when we have all of these things which are religious in nature because that's how we're supposed to be but see the thing about it so many times we listen to others we listen to the distraction we listen to that uh, falseness we listen to that carbon copy of what reality is because it's not reality it's a lie and these lies are coming at us so many times and so much that we don't have the right kind of relationship we don't have the right kind of information in order to have a good relationship especially with our society especially with each other there's so much hatred there's so much bitterness there's so much anger there's so much uh, uh, dissension division prejudice all of these things that come to hinder a good relationship all of these things that come to, to tell us that well what are you going to do about these things but what can you do about them but change our mentality change our heart change our way of thinking and when we start to change our way of thinking and think on a better level a higher level to know that having a good relationship must include include a religious nature and to have a religious nature as we stated before that we must be faithful faithful is when you know I'll be there for you faithful is when you know that someone cares so much for you that they will not leave you or abandon you and we can look at how faithful uh, an animal a pet is you know how sometimes we have an old dog laying around and you die the dog don't want to go anywhere that dog is so faithful that the dog will die of starvation rather than to leave or to leave your side then we have loyalty how much loyalty are you presenting uh, representing in your standards are we really loyal to each other are we really loyal to our universe are we really loyal to our god trusting them trusting each other uh be there for them you say you're going to do something and you don't do it uh you say that you're there to help somebody but yet still you're stabbing in the back you're lying on them you're gossiping on them is that loyalty no it's not loyalty that is part of religion and that is religion that is necessary because we must have loyalty in order to have a good religion to have a good relationship devotion are we devoted to our standard are we devoted to principle of goodness and nature and kindness and all of those things that say that i love you i care for you i need you i want to be there for you are we devoted to that standard uh are we going to misrepresent each other misrepresent our uh way of doing things are we devoted to say that i am for you i will be there for you i will do this at certain time i am devoted to that standard to that principle i will not vary or neglect or to go another way i am devoted and when we have a relationship especially with our maker our creator 
we must have that devoted spirit because so many times we feel that we're giving up. But when you're devoted to that, no matter how hard a bad thing looks or feel like, oh, you want to give up, you stay there and you stay the course. You're devoted until you see the end results. Then you have commitment, a committed. Yes, we are committed because we are faithful. I am committed to do these things for you because I have put aside and put away all of my other things, my other uh, ways of doing things. I am committed to do this because I want to see it through. I must see it through. I must, by all means, stay the course. I am committed to see the end result of this. I will not give up. I will not forsake. And that's why when we have that relationship or want to have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, our your maker, our your society, of your people, or your lover, or your spouse, are you committed? Are you committed? Try to be committed to say, I am going to work this thing out. But then knowing when to give up, knowing when, if things go so bad that you can't do anything about it, are you going to seek an alternative way of helping? Are you going to seek the way of being there to prove or to and to show that you are committed to trying a solution to a problem or situation. Even if you made that problem, are you committed to finding a way or solution to evaluate and to to um, go out the, the way that says, I will find a solution for this problem. If there's no solution, then do I know how or when to back up keep meditating over this thing to keep this thing in the, my mind so that one day a solution may come about or am I in the right place see when we are committed then we'll find out these things but then are we sincere sincerity is having the truth not lying not backbiting not gossiping not having a false impression of what it is, but finding out what really is on you, not the other person. We, when we have a good relationship, we must work on our own self, then try to help another person. But how can you help another person when we're in distress, when we're in a bad shape, when we're in uh, over our head in all of this stuff that's that's going to take us down. That's going to be there that to put us down, to destroy us. The drama, the rhetoric, the false things that is coming about. The lies, the rumors, the gossiping. Uh, all of these things to, to make us want to give up. But, but our sincerity, our truthfulness, speaking the truth in all things. It's what we need to do and what we should do. And that is the part of having a religious state of that religious nature. In order to have a good relationship, you must be able to tell the truth. You must have the truth in mind. If there's something bothering you, put it there. 
So in other words, when we're having a good relationship or wanting to have a good relationship, a desire, a good relationship, communication. And in our communication, we must be able to speak and talk and to communicate with those we want to have a relationship with. If we want to have a good relationship with somebody, but speaking the truth and speaking the things that are necessary to help a person, not to tear them down, not to beat them down or put them down, but to build them up. But if they don't accept it, knowing that you can back off and you can pray for a person, meditate over a situation, and then little by little interject little things into their life, into your life, that will help build up the situation or to alleviate some of the things or the problems that is happening or the man for better solution eventually that will come to bring to pass all the good things that we've been trying to get all along. So, therefore, speaking the truth and having been sincere, especially to have a sincerity with serving our creator. So you see, having a good relationship should include our spirituality, which will bring us farther, farther, higher, and better, and make it a strong relationship that will stand the test of time, that will go through some trials, tribulation, and all those things that will come about to hinder us, but now we can conquer. We have the power to overshadow and overpower the all of those negative things and negative reactions and negative attitudes that come out about us. So let's hold on to a good relationship, but also include the spirituality of who we are and what we're about and the power within. So with that in mind, thank you for being with us and thank you for listening to our sincerity, our program and the message. Share this out and let somebody know that they are not alone. To let them somebody know that they too, and you, and me, all can have a better relationship once we exercise those principles that are listed, the principles of standards that come about in our spirituality. So, take care, bless you, and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye now.